Welcome to Freedom Matters Today, equipping you to fight misinformation with the truth. I am Michael J. Sutton, and this is part three of week eight in our series, Freedom from Fascism, a Christian response to mass formation psychosis. The theme for this week is Overcoming Mass Formation Psychosis by Rediscovering the Real Jesus. The title for today's podcast is We Need to Rediscover the Real Jesus. We need to rediscover the real Jesus, even if it costs everything. The truth is a person, not a set of ideas, doctrines or beliefs. Christian fascists and people outside the Christian faith share at least one belief, that Jesus doesn't matter. He is a footnote to faith, whereas the religious experience of the mass, the ritual or the church is the centrepiece. This is what most people believe. They also hold on to a few sayings of Jesus that fit with their own worldview. The starting point is to recognize his identity. Jesus is the truth. The truth is a person. Much about Jesus has been censored by Christian fascists in the church and nominal Christians. When you read the Bible, you are often surprised with the life of Jesus Christ. The picture presented to us in the Gospels and the letters is often the opposite to our perceptions or cultural assumptions. The real Jesus of Scripture is not the Jesus of popular culture or the one presented by the Church. When Jesus claimed to be the way, the truth and the life, it was an outrageous statement. It is recorded in John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 6. Our immediate reaction is, that is not possible. The church usually censors this verse. There are several common responses. First, some say that Jesus didn't say it, but that the early church added it later to justify sectarian control. Some try to explain it away by saying Jesus is using cultural, linguistic or semantic wordplay. Third, some don't believe it or understand it and so brush over it. This one is a common response. A fourth response is to use the verse in a way that we call proof texting. This is the selective use of a Bible verse to suit whatever political agenda we have at the time. This is not the way to rediscover the real Jesus. What Jesus is saying is that truth, way and life are wrapped up in his identity. They find completion in who he is and why he came. This is not the belief today. It is a belief that will meet problems and indeed strong and formidable opposition. Yet it is the only Christian message. Paul writes that for no no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. 2 Corinthians 1.20 No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Christian fascists, however, do not use Jesus as their starting point, but the culture war. In fact, there's always been a culture war, even before this system we call democracy. Other terms might be the spirit of the age, the conventional wisdom, the norms of the day, or polite civil society. 
Every nation has a culture war to some degree. They wax and wane according to the way a nation has been organised. In the 1970s, following the rise of the environmental movement, Christian environmentalism sprung up as well, trying to give a Christian spin to the Bible and creation. Most of these books are dated now. When the world began to be concerned about the problems of poverty in the then developing world, Christians started to write about these issues. They wrote with a Christian spin. Why don't we see books on the environment from a Christian perspective in the 1920s? Or on feminism in the 1930s? Or on gender equality in the 1850s? Christian people were not thinking about it. We need to rediscover the real Jesus in each generation. The real Jesus speaks to us in every generation. It is the same message. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14.6 It is quite interesting what Christians of previous generations were concerned about. I have an antique book series on Christianity and faith written in the 19th century edited by Hastings. Things that we think about today hardly rate a mention or are passed over scantily. However, there are pages and pages and pages of information on one subject. Would you like to know what it is? Werewolves. Apparently, this was a subject of great importance in that generation. In the 1920s and 1930s in America, alcohol was at the heart of the culture war. In the first generation of Christianity, the issue of circumcision was significant. Later, as the gospel spread to Greek and Roman societies, the issue of food sacrificed to idols became important. These movements for social reform originate in society as people grapple with the problems around them. Christian fascists try to link those social issues with their version of the Christian religion. They crave relevance to the whims and sentiments of the time. Christians, for example, were not at the forefront of social welfare reform. In fact, the church was at the forefront of opposition to social reform. Look at the writings of the Reverend Thomas Malthus and his opposition to the poor laws reform in England. Malthus and his ilk opposed all forms of social reform. This all changed, of course, after the Russian Revolution in 1917, which showed that nations that ignore the poor will be destroyed. In fact, true social reform came about through genuine fear, fear of the masses and social collapse, not Christian compassion. We need to rediscover the real Jesus, even if it costs everything. May God bless the memory of those faithful Christians who through the ages have preached the truth about Jesus Christ. These people have one thing in common. They all talk about Jesus Christ. They talk about the gospel, about knowing God, the death and resurrection of Jesus, and a transformed life. They point to Christ, they rejoice in Christ, and they speak about the power of God to transform lives as we follow Jesus. I think of people like J.C. Ryle, A.W. Tozer, Oswald Chambers, Uchimura Kanzo, R.A. Torrey, and Watchman Nee, but there are many, many others. 
All the paths to God lead to Christ because Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Freedom Matters Today seeks to understand freedom from a Christian perspective. Our themes are freedom from fascism and tyranny, freedom from fear and despair, freedom from guilt and shame, freedom from sin and death, and freedom from past and prejudice. You can read today's podcast on our blog at freedommatterstoday.com or listen to all the earlier episodes of Freedom from Fascism. Please subscribe and tell your friends. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom Matters Today.